Okay, thank you for listening to Beyond the Court Ministries. My name is Destiny Hughes Santos. If you're busy and you want to learn more of the Word, this is a place where you can grow in the Word of God and get something and apply it practically to your life. So thanks again for listening, and I hope you enjoy the Beyond the Court Ministries podcast. All right, welcome to episode 17. We are currently studying the book of Luke. And last time we looked at Luke chapter 4, verse 14 through 30. And we talked about how Jesus regularly taught in the synagogue. And if he regularly taught then, he's still teaching today. And how I must always put myself in a position to hear his voice and to learn from him. We also looked at how he was filled with the Holy Spirit and how as God wants to use me to impact someone daily, I too must always be filled with the Holy Spirit. The third thing we looked at was how the people in Jesus' hometown didn't receive him because they knew his background. They knew his parents. They knew his brothers and his sisters. And because of that, they were over familiar with him. And in the same way, how I must guard myself from becoming over familiar with God, regardless of how many sermons I hear, how much of the Bible I read, there's always something fresh, always something new to learn. And I must receive it like a child. And then the fourth thing we talked about is in the same way, how I shouldn't become over familiar with God, the people closest to me, it's easy to dismiss and not see the gift of God within them, but I also should make sure that I'm encouraging and highlighting and building up the gifts of God in the people closest to me. So that's kind of what we talked about last time. Today, we're going to pick up in Luke chapter 4 in verse 31, and it says, Then Jesus went to Capernaum, a town in Galilee, and taught there in a synagogue every Sabbath day. There too, the people were amazed at his teaching, for he spoke with authority. Once, when he was in the synagogue, a man, possessed by a demon, an evil spirit, began shouting at Jesus, Go away! Why are you interfering with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Jesus cut him short. Be quiet. Come out of the man, he ordered. At that, the demon threw the man to the floor as the crowd watched. Then it came out of him without hurting him further. Amazed, the people exclaimed, What authority and power this man's words possess! Even evil spirits obey him, and they flee at his command. The news about Jesus spread through every village in the entire region. And we're actually going to stop right there. So the first thing that stood out to me was that there was a man possessed by a demon. And this is the first time within Jesus' ministry, at least in the Gospel of Luke, that he ran into something like this. And that just reminds me that we live in a spiritual realm. And I know I read this scripture a few episodes ago, but I definitely want to read it again. And it's Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12. And it says, For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. And that was Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12. And that just goes to show me that, you know, evil spirits, demons, uh, spiritual influence behind the scenes really do exist. And they can really influence 
oppress and even possess people. And so that was the first thing that stood out to me was that, you know what, we do live in a spiritual realm. Um, but at the same time, Jesus has been given all authority. And that was the, the second thing that stood out was even though this man is possessed by an enemy in that passage that I read, it made it clear of the authority that Jesus had. Uh, so if we go back to Luke chapter four and verse 32, it says, for he spoke with authority at the end of that sentence. And then in verse 36, it says again, amazed the people exclaim, what authority and power this man's words possess. And I think even though we live in a spiritual world and there's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes, I think it's important to understand the authority of Christ. And there's a few passages of scripture that I actually want to read too to highlight Jesus' authority. One scripture is found in Philippians chapter 2 verse 9 and it says, Therefore God elevated him to the place of highest honor and gave him the name above all other names, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. And that was Philippians chapter 2, verse 9 through 11. And I like how that scripture said, in heaven, on earth, and even under the earth. So it's addressing all realms that Jesus has been given all authority. And then another scripture that I want to read is found in 1 Peter chapter 3, and it's verse 22. And it says, now Christ has gone to heaven. He is seated in the place of honor next to God and all the angels and authorities and powers accept his authority. And that's first Peter chapter three, verse 22. And I like also how that one addresses all angels and all authorities and all power. Jesus has been given full authority. The third thing I noticed was in Luke chapter 4 verse 33 it said once when he was in a synagogue a man possessed by a demon an evil spirit began shouting at Jesus. So the thing I noticed was Jesus was in the synagogue and so was this man who was possessed by a demon was also in the synagogue. And you know I think of a synagogue as kind of like a church like somewhere where believers go. And that it just shows to me, you know, if this man who's possessed by the enemy can be in the synagogue, how much more should I guard my heart from the influence of the spiritual realm? And that just shows like no one is immune to the influence of demonic spirits. No one is immune. It doesn't matter if I go to church. It doesn't matter uh, what I do. I still must always guard my heart from spiritual influences because obviously this man was in the synagogue and he still was possessed by an enemy. Now, I do believe that there is different uh, demonic influences. There's demonic oppression and then there's actual demonic possession. So there's different ways on how the spirit can influence. I do not believe that someone who has received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of their life can be possessed by a demonic spirit, but I do believe that they could be oppressed and influenced. But that just goes into theology and we're not going to get into that today. Um, but what I would say off of that is at the end of the day, everybody 
is not immune to spiritual influences. But also, this man got free that day because he happened to be in the presence of Jesus. And that just shows to me, you know what? We all have our issues. You know, it doesn't matter, you know, the background people have. It doesn't matter uh, where they come from. It doesn't matter if they go to church. It don't matter if they don't go to church. If they battling something and if they're in, being influenced by anything, Jesus can still set somebody free. And the fourth thing I noticed was the first thing that the Spirit actually said to Jesus was, go away. Why are you interfering with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Even though that man was in the synagogue, part of him was seeking God, um, but another part of him didn't want to be near God. And that just shows, you know, when I'm being spiritually influenced in a negative way, how would I know is that a part of me don't want to be near God, be in God's presence. I want to maybe hide. I want to isolate myself. I don't want to be around people of God. Maybe they remind me of what I'm doing and what I'm doing I know is wrong, but I can't seem to help it. I can't seem to break it. Why is that? Maybe I am being influenced and I'm afraid. You know, another thing that the Spirit said, he not only said to Jesus, why are you interfering with us? He also said, have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. You know, he responded like, why are you here? Go away. And then have you come to destroy us? And he's speaking out of fear. And when the enemy tries to influence us, especially believers in the body, the first thing he's going to try to do is to isolate us, not really want to be in the presence of God. But even when we are, be fearful, like, well, God's going to judge me or he's not going to accept me for who I am, or these people are going to judge me, and they, or they're not going to accept me for who I am, so I'm just going to deal with what I'm struggling with on my own, and that is the lie of the enemy. The Bible says to confess your sins to one another so you can be healed. You know, that's found in James chapter 5, verse 16. As a believer or someone who's trying to seek God, whatever we're struggling with, it's better to not only bring it to Jesus, because he's the one and the only one who can truly set us free from whatever it is we're struggling with, but also it's important to find somebody we trust who also is a believer in God, a, a strong believer, someone that we feel is further along than we are in our faith, and confess, someone that we're close to, that we trust, and confess like, hey, you know, I'm dealing with this. Uh, can you pray for me? I, I'm struggling with this. And just getting it out, just sharing it can bring healing. The Bible says, confess your sins to one another so that you can be healed. It brings healing when we actually just even share some of the struggles that we're dealing with. So regardless of what I'm dealing with, that man got free because he happened to be in the presence of Jesus. And even if I start to struggle with something or I'm being influenced by something, I shouldn't run away from God. That's when I should be running to him. And it, it may not always be a, a church. Going to church is good. I should continue to go to church. But that's in my private prayer life, in my private time with God. God, I am struggling with this. God, like, help me overcome this. Jesus set me free from this. This is a stronghold. And that may look different in everybody's life. So overall, what can we get from the message today is, number one, the spiritual realm is real. And there are really demonic and evil spirits out there that are bent on 
influencing, oppressing, and possessing people. Number two, all power and authority has been given to Christ to rule and reign over angels, over every spiritual authority, over every principality and power. All power and glory goes to Christ. Number three, regardless of what I'm dealing with, if I feel that I'm starting to struggle with something, it may not be just me simply struggling with it. It could be a spiritual influence, regardless if I'm a believer or not. I might not be fully possessed by the enemy, but I can definitely be oppressed and influenced by the enemy. Um, but just knowing that, you know what, I don't have to run away from God. He will accept me for who I am. And it's the lie of the enemy that will try to tell God to go away. And not only that, it the fear that comes with it. Well, if I confess this or if I, you know, God doesn't, you know, I'm gonna try to hide it because I feel like I shouldn't be struggling with this. I'm a believer. That's also a lot of the enemy. We all are human. And that's just the power and the love of God. And so regardless of who you are, where you are, the presence of God can set people free. And that's really the main point of this message is at the end of the day, Jesus can set people free and he can break strongholds he can break chains and I don't know who's who's my audience out there who all listens to this you know whether if you're a believer maybe you're not um, but I do want to give people an opportunity to give their lives to Jesus on this podcast you know I haven't done this yet but I do want to start um, because my heart is that everyone has a strong relationship with Christ and so wherever you are, if you've been listening for a while, but you haven't really made that decision to follow Jesus, but you want to, I just want to lead you into a prayer. So we're going to do that. And then the second group of people that I want to also pray for is maybe you have been a believer for a while, but you've noticed that you started to struggle with things, um, something going on and you just can't seem to shake it. And maybe it is something spiritual. And I also want to pray that Jesus set you free from that. And so if you identify with any one of those categories, I want you to repeat this prayer after me and I want you to make it your own words, Um, but I'm going to lead you. So I just want you to say, Lord Jesus, thank you for dying for me. I believe that you are my Lord and my Savior. And Lord, I confess my sins to you. Lord, thank you for your forgiveness. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your grace. And God, I ask that you would change me from the inside out, renew a right heart and a right spirit within me, help me grow and mature in you, and help me leave the world behind. God, I ask that you would set me free from every stronghold, from every bondage, from every addiction, from every generational curse. I ask that you will set me free and break it in the name of Jesus. And God, I pray that if any influence of the demonic realm try to encourage me, that you will help me have the strength and the energy and the courage to keep chasing you and to keep running to you until I'm completely set free. And even after I'm set free. God, I pray you will use me to lead others to you and to set others free. And I ask this, Father, in Jesus' name, amen. And if you prayed that prayer and you meant it, 
with all your heart. Whether you were joining the family for the first time or whether you've been in the family, but you've been struggling, you know, you just continue to pray that Jesus can set anybody free. And it's all about the position of the heart. And I just encourage you, if if you identify with either one of those, uh, to to find a church home, find a support group, find somebody you trust that also is further along in the faith and just share kind of what happened and the decision you made and kind of some of the things you've been dealing with. And you'll be surprised on just how sharing it with someone you can trust, someone who have a heart after God, sharing it with another believer, how much freedom that can bring all on its own. So now I just want to pray a general prayer. Uh, before we end. So Lord, I just thank you for your word. I thank you, God, that you are ultimate and supreme. And God, I thank you that you have all authority. And Lord, in the name of Jesus, I just pray that everyone listening, that you would continue to protect them in the name of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus over every listener. I come against every lie of the enemy. Lord, I pray that those who are struggling, that they will seek you and that they will find you in the name of Jesus. Lord, I just pray those who are battling addictions and depression and even suicidal thoughts, I rebuke that right now in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you that there is power in your name. And so, Lord, I just pray for freedom, freedom and deliverance for anybody out there who is struggling with, with any anything, Lord. And, Lord, we love you, and I just thank you for who you are. And I ask this, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to the Beyond the Court Ministries podcast. If you enjoyed the message today, please subscribe and share with others as I will continue to upload weekly messages. Also, if you would like a daily devotional, shoot me an email at destinyhughes20 at gmail.com. That's D-E-S-T-I-N-I-H-U-G-H-E-S-2-0 at gmail.com. Thanks and have a blessed day.